1: Today, this episode of This Life is courtesy of Lucinia Health and the Refill Wise Card. Uh, I'm interested in creating efficiencies in healthcare, reducing costs. This is one of them. All you got to do is text the number 22822 on your phone like you're doing a text, but 22822 instead of somebody else's phone number, and you put the word Drew into your message little device there, a little message uh, slot, and uh, you just text it off, and you will get up to 80% off your prescriptions. You'll get a card back immediately. Immediately. I've done it. My wife and my family's done it. Do it now. More details later. Also, we want to thank Hydrolite, uh, particularly those effervescent tablets and powders that go into the water bottle. They rehydrate your, your body. I'll tell you later how my mother used it yesterday as opposed to getting an IV. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Excellent for sports, illness. I used it for colonoscopy, rehydration, nursing moms. That's I'll tell you more about it later. Uh, also, uh, there's another application, Mister uh, Forrest, which is if you've been drinking too much and you need—Oh, there you go. We to, should
2: sell it as that. So,
1: <laughs> and it has, you know, it has the right electrolytes to replace uh, after. We would be using it on the unit if we were uh, active right now. Go to Rite Aid or Amazon to get your on-the-go product today. Check the banners at Doctor.com to get more information. Hey, this is Doctor Jew, and you were listening to This Life. With Bob Forrest and Dr. Drew.
3: Here we are. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gather around your Android device, because I know I'm always prejudiced for the iPhone. Uh Androids are the way to go. Also, you can listen to This Life with Dr. Drew and and Bob Bob Forrest.
1: Forrest. And now with Matt Pinfield joining us. Matt, how are you, buddy?
0: I'm great, Drew. It's, it's it's so cool to be here with you and Bob, and I want to thank you for. Um, I mean, you guys really helped me out and uh, with this last run that I that I did, and I'm just feeling better than ever. I want you know. I, first of all, I want to say, Drew, do you remember I was your first podcast guest back in 2000? Yes, I think? that's true. It was, uh, when you yes. we were doing a podcast back then, when you were one of the first people to do one that well, I remember.
1: No, it was Corolla was doing them, and he sort of sucked me into them and. Uh, Where it, did you do him at in his garage? Yeah, yeah, he built his whole setup there. It wow! What was your show called, Doctor Drew Podcast? So it's but it, anyway, I can barely remember that period of history. So please don't don't. I'd have to sit and think about <laughs> it. Let me let me remind people who Matt is. Of course, VJ and MTV, VH1. Just
3: let him talk; they'll know who. Yeah, he yeah is. hear his voice. He's <laughs>
1: unmistakable. Uh, listen on air, at WRSWFM music director there, official uh, at Rutgers. You started there, right?
0: yeah i was I was over at Rutgers University on cocktail there and yeah. all the way through
3: was the, your voice like it is now when you were nineteen years old?
0: No, no not at all in fact, <laughs> somebody put up some audio recently guys and I sound like a kid um and I'm also you know I was teaching at the nightclubs at the time, so I'd come right from an airship i mean uh, from a club gig so you could tell I had quite a few cocktails uh, <laughs> now you're still morning,
1: you're still doing mornings <laughs> you're still doing mornings at, at k fog right.
0: Yeah, mornings at K Fog, um, and then you know the two syndicated shows that I do. One is called Flashback, which is a classic rock history show that you know, I took over about
2: seven years ago. And two hours.
0: It's just my night one. Awesome. So that's it. You know, I just still do I You know, I just I love doing radio, and, and I'm and I'm grateful to still have the opportunity to do so.
1: And he has and a book, uh, book, all things that I've done, my insane, improbable rock life, Matt Pinfield. Yeah. So, you know Matt, you, yeah, you, you you know you've always been one of Bob my favorite people. Yeah, always. Do yeah. you know that?
3: He won't Yeah. Yeah, no, I it. love you too. You know that. You, but he, he won't, just, he won't. Uh, he's got too low a self-esteem. You know. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he called me a few months ago just so you know and and things weren't going good, were they, Matt?
0: No, they weren't. And you know, yeah, true, I feel the same way about you and Bob. I've loved you guys for a long time. You've been you've been there for me in, in so many ways and um yeah, I wasn't feeling good. I mean, I I, there were so many things that were, were wrong at the time. I mean, I had gone through a couple of hospital visits in the two previous years where I had a hyperthyroid, I had, you know, I had uh, a fib, uh, congestive heart failure. Um, and then a year later, you know, because I picked up drinking a a bit again, I ended up back, stopped, went through a crazy period of a breakup and then I, um,
3: so that had nothing to do with it, Matt. Hold on, slow <laughs> your roll. No, man, that why? was a, a, yeah. s- a very involved why? sketch. But this a is lot of something stuff. Drew always says. It'll yeah. be something, and you never were scared of dying. And all the time I've known you, all through the '90s, you were never scared of dying. Everybody tell you, you know, if you keep doing this. You might die, and now it became real the last year. And when he came to me, he had to be in Hogue Hospital.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen. Well, atrial yeah. fib. Atrial fib is a complication of hyperthyroidism. So imagine you had Graves' disease that went
0: undiagnosed, right? Oh yeah, it's it's amazing. And I, I just have to say, I was. I, I called Bob. I said, you know, look, I I really need to. I need to. Detox. I need to get in, and because also with all the meds that I was on, the combination of all the medications and then drinking alcohol on top of it was a really it's a really it's a deadly
1: cocktail. Why are you as on you a know. bunch of meds?
3: Because so, of all the
1: problems. So you were on like Coumadin yeah. and, and, in, and beta blocker and Coumadin. Keep and, going. And si- yeah, oh, uh, you name of... it. Keep
0: like <laughs> whoa, 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 it's the other one? It's there's, uh, you know, there's Sortan, right? There's uh, you were hypertensive. Yep. I, mean, I it's funny if I can pronounce half of these, but Soralto, you know, of course, and then Siroto, there, it's the blood it, was center. A, it was a ton of things. And um, this
3: is and- why I wanted you to be on. I'm so glad you're open to talking about it. This is one doctrine, not knowing what the other doctor's doing. This is healthcare in America oh. in a nutshell. He's got how many doctors, Matt?
0: Well, I did. I mean, in the period of moving <laughs> from New Jersey to to, to San Francisco, right? I mean, doing all the radio stuff here. I went through about four different doctors, and so you had—I mean—trying to connect the dots without <laughs> all the medications.
3: I guarantee you, know, it it you Matt. If you would have seen, crazy. if you would have seen Drew, he would have walked up to you, and go, "What the fuck is going on with you?"
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we would have like. How do we get here, <laughs> by? Drew, it was scary. <laughs> But, but it's, again, it's also that special care thing. He's going for special care. And there, he's in that, Jersey, and the Jersey ones yeah. don't
3: know what the San Francisco ones oh, are doing. God. So it's lucky you ended up Alive. making that call. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really believe that. I believe this is your window that we've all hoped for you to have the last 15, 20 years.
0: You know, I was talking about it, and I, I agree with you when you said to me, Matt, I think you finally had the fear of death, and it's made you get serious. And I can honestly, I, I, that's why I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I have no fear about being completely transparent that I did have the fear of death. When I was going from, first of all, I just got to say, Laguna Detox. Everybody was great there, and my doctor, um, who I also worked with at, at you know at the Manor, which is you know Southern California Addiction Centers, Doctor Zinga, she was amazing. I mean, she saw me and said, I, "You need to go to a regular hospital right now to detox because of all these heart meds and and the alcohol." So I went, detoxed, came back to the um, detox, and you know everybody was great, great to me. But it was amazing. She could not believe how many medications that I was on and the doses,
3: Dr. Well, you, you're not here blood. with us, you know,
1: not to. But hang on. You, you Just with what you described with the hypertension. That was five
3: and he was on eight.
1: Okay. Uh, yes. He bought five yeah. medications just with the hyperthyroidism, the atrial fib, and the high blood pressure. That buys you five meds off the top. You're gonna be on a beta right, blocker. Exactly. Is this causing no. it yeah. in any way? Well, no. Well, who knows? But Graves' disease is a, a autoimmune attack on your thyroid. And then you get hyperthyroid, then you get the atrial fib. Heart failure usually does not come with the atrial fib. I'm wondering if he was out of control. Blood pressure, and that's the alcohol. But he buys you a blood pressure med. He said sartin or something like that. He said a beta blocker like yeah. metoprolol. Xarelto, the blood thinner. He's going to be on a, some sort of thyroid blocking agent. And if he's in heart failure, he's going to be something for that too, like a diuretic or something, plus a, plus a, a, a potassium. So there's six meds yeah, well, off the top. Off it's the
2: top. not. Right off the top, how he many is that, to-
1: is that? No, any, any patient with the, the condition he described at any age gets that off the top. Off you don't the think top.
3: his alcohol yeah. consumption had anything to do with it? I, I don't know. I mean, it's a, if Graves'
0: disease happens
1: sporadically. How much
3: were you drinking, Matt? Really?
0: Um. Oh, bottles of wine. I mean, you yeah. know, I was going Look, for a few bottles help. of wine a day at did, least. It did not help. I them, mean, it, me. it was, uh, to be honest with you, I kind of lost count because I was at the point where I was drinking, you know, throughout the day to maintain. Just try to maintain the same amount of energy, and you know, you know how it is. I mean,
3: you guys know, I know, how, than it is. know how it is. We we're fooling
0: people, but <laughs> we're not fooling anyone. So,
1: but Matt, I let mean, me ask you something. Know, unless you... Let me ask something. Go ahead. I don't get the sense you were afraid of dying. I get the sense you were afraid of debility, like being chronically ill and and decrepit. Am I onto something here? Yeah.
0: Yes, you are. You are because I, what was happening to me, and I haven't brought this up either. Uh, although, you know, when I got the Laguna Detox, I was, uh, you know, a fall risk because, yeah. I mean, I, could, I, I, I had no strength to my core, core. I could barely get up off the couch. Yeah. Yeah. To get Matt, to the Matt I just want to
3: say, I walked through you know. New York City with you drunk before, and I thought, <laughs> if that guy gets hit by a taxi, he's going to be okay. That was only 15 years <laughs> he's ago. Truck. He's, he's a truck. I know, well, <laughs> and now he's a fall traffic. risk.
1: I know, but that's that's what got through to him. That that's, okay. That's well, a, that's what
3: happened from the
0: booze too, okay. and all those meds, right? I mean, uh, uh, Drew, would you say it's the combination of drinking on top of those meds just was, uh, well, it was awful? You were so, in a you were in a life
1: you had two life threatening problems, right? You had you had an yes. out of control cardiac condition from untreated hyperthyroidism, I guess. I, I wasn't there. Yes. But I'm imagining that's what that was, and you had alcoholic liver disease and hypertension accelerated by the alcohol and the alcohol withdrawal. Sounds like they were worried. It sounds like they were worried you damage your heart with the alcohol, right? They were worried about that, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. And yeah, so that, they, were. That's, they were, and that's a uh, very but- serious thing. That's the, the George Michael zone now. We're into that zone. With, Jesus. Yeah. 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 And so, but they he did died. All.
3: He died of natural causes, uh, by the way. We have to have that so, conversation. So, so, forty-six years old. He died of natural causes. <laughs> but Matt, what I, what yeah. I really want, I, you're so brave and so great to come on here, and we kind of talked before about yeah, yeah. that he would be open about okay. it. What I want is the public to realize that alcohol and marijuana and and illicit drugs, that use over them is as destructive to the other components of your health and oh, your biology sure. as cigarettes are. We can't no. even get that far in this country. Listen, in, in that uh... alcohol and marijuana are as dangerous to your health over the long haul as tobacco is. Yeah, That's I all I want.
0: You're not
1: going to get it for pop. You <laughs> might get it for alcohol. You might get it for alcohol.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it really was. The difference is, and I, and I have to say this, once Dr. Zingy and, um, had, had changed my medications and really... You know, studied that, and we even did a, a DNA test, and I realized I had some mutations, two overlapping mutations that I had that could make you more susceptible to blood clots. But more importantly, given getting that alcohol out of the system to try and maintain was the smartest and best thing I could do. I mean, I, I, I truly believe you're right. I would have been decrepit. It was, I was already having trouble walking up the street here. Now I'm running my dog around the block, you know right. what I mean, up right. the That's hills. the old you know San I Francisco know. hills are. Yeah. You know, so but, but you, I you, feel you, you can't so survive. much better.
1: Yeah, you can't survive any of this. Uh, you know, you can't... Why can't we get the public to
3: understand that?
1: That, that alcoholism is a yeah. fatal disease?
3: No, that, that, it, that it's a debilitating disease that causes heart disease, that causes... I, I don't know, everyone wants to
1: argue with me about George Michael's.
3: The poor guy had a cardiomyopathy. Hey, Matt, did you cry when you heard about George Michael? When I read the details of it, I got really teared up. The guy died alone in his house at Christmas.
1: And by the way, if they... How fucked up is that? And and by the way, if if they were... Some people are saying he had a viral myocarditis, not an alcohol myopathy, which is possible. I don't know. I wasn't there. But if they knew he had a viral myocarditis, they should have effing put an implantable defibrillator in the guy so he didn't die. So it's pretty clear they didn't know he had this thing. And his car- and back when he had the pneumonia, had he had it then, it was four years ago, pneumonia in quotes, he would have had an enlarged cardiac silhouette. They would have seen the enlarged heart, the dilated cardiomyopathy, which he did not have then. So there's a lot to that case. None of it's natural. I think what's weird is that because it wasn't drugs or accident, it's natural. So it's like saying, it died of lung cancer. Well, that's natural. Dying of alcoholism, not natural. <laughs> it's crazy. So no, weird. no, so
0: absolutely weird. not. And and I gotta say how grateful I am. And you mentioned earlier before too, for some of the things that I that I had. I Lasix is another one. So that you know, because what was happening too between alcohol and the medications I was on and my conditions was my legs and feet were swelling up. I mean, you know, it's uh, you become more susceptible. It, but, to you know, to like cuts and and bruises, and it was just it was not a pretty sight. Anyways, to, let I, me I,
3: just say, to see this man, Drew, that I've known most of my adult life, who's like a pit bull, yeah. built like a pit bull. I know, I know. Weak and scared, yeah. and and that's not right.
1: Well, that's how people get sober. Yeah. So <laughs> people get well <laughs> <laughs> because because yeah. it's not well, just. You a, hey, have guys, to go all and that I way. It.
3: Today is sixty. You're, you're 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 the one asking me that. No, question. I didn't go that far. As soon as they said prison, I'm done. I'm out. That was That's your, too far from me. That
1: was your version. <laughs> that was your version. And, and you're you know you're asking this question about how do we get people to understand? How do we get these individual patients that are going down the sh- shitter to realize it? Well,
3: I want people like Matt to share with some of our friends that have that. Uh, honestly, and Matt, when you look at your history, you really were 24-hour day partier in the 90s, right?
0: Yeah, I was. I mean listen, I'm not gonna pretend and it's in the book too. I just I did you know, I did coke, I did whatever I mean, you know, I I did coke, I drank, you know, it was all that stuff. I mean, it all started in those early days when we were going to punk shows and then watch what happened rock and roll.
3: But then watch what happens too. the people that do survive not getting in legal trouble, like me, me or my friends, right? They they just switched to alcohol only at about 40, 42 or, or, or pot, years or old. Pot only. Or now it's pot. Pot and but pills. I'm talking about my generation. Pot of pills
1: now, too. But go ahead. Your generation switched to
3: alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're old dying school. of it. My friends are dying of it at 55, 56 years old. Yeah. They can't see it. Yeah. I can see it. And the society... Thinks well, well, you know the risk is so low compared to what the '90s were like, or compared to what the '80s well, were you, like. What you're saying? We need to get an enlightenment on this society about alcohol and drugs.
1: Well, well, but let's get let's get focused. You're, you're saying though there is naive, there not na- people are naive this culture particularly, and certainly Western Europe for sure about the effects of alcohol, and that's true. We've normalized alcohol, we've, we've minimized because we its had life,
3: but because these people had life. Uh, threatening uh, drug Drug consumption in in the 80s and 90s so then when they settle on just three bottles of wine Matt I know three musicians I know that drink three bottles of wine a day every day they're in their early 50s and you know where this leads it leads to where Matt ended up with all this heart disease all these meds Mm You know, and then the the thing that you did, Matt, and you're still kind of doing is you blame the alcohol interacting with the meds that you're taking because I believe of the alcohol.
0: <laughs> well, it's all kind of. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I'm not going to be, I'm, you know, what I'm saying is it certainly didn't make matters any better for me. It made it right. worse. Right. But yeah. Taking the alcohol completely out of the equation and getting my medications, uh, Actually, getting them monitored yeah. and finding out what dosages I need, and right. I got to you know thank the doctor who was there at, at Laguna and all you know the detox, and also at uh, you know the Manor, which is you know up there in Temecula. They were just so great, and she was.
3: Amazing because, well, that's, but, you should but that's you, a built-in thing. You got to know hang why that. What, from, what he's from, describing from, is so unique to treatment these uh, hang days on. that a doctor follows you through no. the whole path. Yes, that's true. That's that that's comes true. from you. That's but your teaching. I, I
1: understand. I understand. Thank you. But but you should know that the medical problem that Matt had is you know, a one-on-one problem for a doctor. It's a basic, Not easy, in rehab. I'm just not. telling you, it's a really <laughs> easy problem to manage. And so that doctor yeah. just did her job and stayed with it. I know, as but usually
3: you go from one doctor to the other I, to the other and all that different levels never, of that care. That
1: should not be happening, right? That should not be happening. You're right. Yeah,
0: well... Go ahead. You guys are right, and that's the difference. And you know what was what was interesting was I had a great experience there. And right when I was leaving, I, you know, a lot of the staff said, you know, we haven't seen somebody turn around so quickly and miraculously. That's your and story. That I had, you know, I was lifting weights when I got there. Like I said, when I got there, I could barely get off the couch. When I left, I was like lifting weights and doing squats. But, but, but don't don't With, get caught, man. Flight Matt. to health. Yeah, that's the, get... the
3: flight yeah, to yeah, health. Yeah.
0: yeah, be careful. You're like you're, yeah. Be, you're like beast. Oh, I know I know that's what everybody says But, what you know? I, but take I've, your time
3: what I've been talking to him yeah. about is this you know when you get in rock and roll as long as we've been in it for it yeah. becomes a job and the joy of it kind of subsides and you know what helped me with a lot of different people that have passion for music as a kid is to reinstitute that third pillar of, of life which is fun
1: take a little break be right back yeah And, of course, we want to thank our friends at Hydrolite. I love this product. It's an effervescent tablet and some powders. It goes into your water bottle. It's rapid and effective recovery from dehydration. Of course, that requires a proper balance of sodium, glucose, water. It's crucial if you're sick been vomiting or even experiencing heavy perspiration from heavy exercise. Water alone does not do it. Sports drinks are far less effective than this well-balanced rehydration solution. Simply, Hydrolite's formulation is based on established, proven science. It's the best rehydration product I have seen. And it comes in great flavors like orange, berry, lemonade. It's available as a pre-mixed drink, a powder. My personal preference is the effervescent tablets you can simply drop into a glass or a bottle of water. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolyte and 75% less sugar. They're appropriate for all ages. Each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or online at Amazon.com. And for more information, visit Hydrolyte.com. That is Hydrolyte, H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E, com. <laughs> All right, we're back. And, and, Bob, you wanted to talk about this third pillar.
3: Well, you're the one that taught me you tell so much, the three pillars of existence, which is work, love, play, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, so So when someone like Matt, uh, and I know that you won't admit it, but you kind of admit it to me, is when, when your love becomes your job. Mm. That's what happened to me as a musician. I just liked playing music and being around my friends. Then it became a job. Mm-hmm. Then it became about sales then it became about head seats on in the in the chairs, right? So, so your love abandoned you. It becomes your 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 job. Huh. And I always suggest to people that are in the music business to get back to the essence of their love. To listen to the records that they loved. Mm-hmm. That they, you know, like Matt, we talked about Montrose. <laughs> like it's yeah, usually I mean, things of and our and teenage years. We've been, years.
0: We've been <laughs> friends talking about records we yeah. loved <laughs> that we grew up on, and and to get away like from it now. being a
3: job, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. about how much you love it and when i'm with him or becky or anybody that has this love of rock and roll when we talk about it it reinvigorates and that's one of the third pillars of existence yeah, yeah. Is the things that you love the joys that you have and i think alcoholics and drug addicts on top of making it your life i think that's that entertainment spot that well, people get themselves in. you got
1: yeah you got to be careful that the thing that took you down you don't Leave it behind entirely. There is a way to make it healthy. Well, you
3: think that it's a bummer. You yeah, don't yeah. like music anymore. It's yeah, just yeah. your job. And Matt, I know that you play some music sometimes that you're not all that passionate about. because <laughs> right? it's Right?
1: Radio. And then
3: there, well, you know. Of
0: course, I mean, there's
3: certain stuff you
0: play that you love a lot more than other things that you're just indifferent. You know, that you think are good or okay. I mean, there's different degrees of, of my love for music, like yours. It's that whole thing that I've always said, and you know, uh, and that that is uh, there's two different kinds of music that move that you know that, that are out there. Either it's music that moves you or music that doesn't move you. So, I mean, there are things that obviously. Sometimes that I'll play that I'm just okay with, they might grow on me. You know how that goes. But I do love what I do still, and that's really what's rewarding of how it lucky, for me. I love lucky. doing my radio shows, how, how lucky. and I love still talking music with people and turning people on to new artists, turning them on to great old stuff they might have missed. I mean, I enjoy that. I, and, in fact, it's really been you know it's been a, a big part of the backbone for me in recovery, too, because I was never one of those people who said, well, I liked this band when I was getting fucked up so i'm not gonna listen to them anymore oh, right. or you know it, i mean it's one thing if something brings up a super painful memory but even with that i think you,
3: you know one know, band that can i, get I one
0: time. band that i associate
3: so with that that i immediately think of dope is alice in chains their music is so beautiful and so deep but it's so linked in my brain to that type of life you know what i mean so if I hear yeah, yeah. if I hear him on the radio, I'll turn it up and sing along with Wood or the Rooster or something. But then I just get this sense of like, oh, that's a dark place. And
1: Matt, can I, you may not want to answer this, but I'm going to ask you a question. You, you mentioned uh, you know the music that triggers a really painful memory. I, I've never, I, I don't know you to be a guy that carries a lot of pain around. So it, it struck me. I was like, oh, of course. What what comes to mind when you think of that?
0: Well, I mean, you know, it's it, there's interesting, you know, certain traumatic things that happened to me when I was a kid that are in my book, you know. And, you know, when I talk about having the aneurysm when I was, you know, 15, I had that youth aneurysm that I, you know, survived and didn't even know how serious it was. But, you know, that, that, that place where you are between junior high and high school, you go from singing lead in the band at you know plays all the school dances and you know and and next thing you know not only do you have stitches across the top of your head but you just feel like an alien and it was right you know before i'm gonna gonna stop
1: you i'm gonna stop you matt (laughs) bob is very focused these days on adolescents getting medical treatment and getting exposed to opiates and people not recognizing that that can trigger addiction so therein lies that story bob that you were you're being how long
3: how long were you in the hospital for because it was pretty traumatic right yeah,
0: it was. It was a good part of the summer. And
2: yeah. then
0: I, you know, I'd, I'd gotten out. and then well, Did, you know, they, I
2: give you the did they give you morphine? Did they give
0: you morphine? He pulled the thing off my head. I had to go back in the hospital and get it reset. Guy. It was just you. crazy.
1: But well, what medicines you know, so were you on? What pain meds?
0: That I do not remember, and I'm wow. going to explain to you why. I just didn't, you know, I, I was, all I cared about was what was on the side, too, of Aladdin I, I, scene. By I, I, David I'm tell you, what happens is these kids get a shitload of opiates. No one recognizes it. Yeah, I mean, seriously, it. They come out, it was, fun. I, I, I okay. just took what I was told to take. It wasn't until my interest, of course, peaked as years went on with medication. How many years on
3: from that? Because that's at 15, that carries on into 16. Then how long yeah. until you're really heavy drinking and going to all those clubs in Jersey? How long? Right around and, then? And DJing
0: at them. yeah. Probably when I was 18 because the drinking age was 18. <laughs> and, you know, there <laughs> the was nothing I was wanted 18. more than to drink for free, okay, because I was a college kid. Drink for free, control the music in the nightclub, and meet girls. I mean, you know, and, and, and That's make and why friends. we all
3: got so into was, it.
0: <laughs> you know? At least I'm being honest, right? I'm oh, gonna, yeah. You, know, you want to I mean,
3: help us answer a question, Matt? Email. What email? There's okay. an email I've coming in. I've got a few in. of them.
1: I've got a few of them. We're going to uh, answer some emails. First okay. is just from a, okay, great from Terry. It's a declaration. I don't have a question, but I want to thank you and Bob by listening to your podcast. I was able to understand that I was being used by an addict. Unfortunately, I lost money and a vehicle, uh, but I gave him the option to go to treatment or move out. He moved out. Heroin is a terrible drug. Wow. Yeah, I'm sorry, Terry. Go to Alan on Honey because uh, I'll tell you what. It, this has brought out a piece of you that you need to deal with. There's another
3: just, side of this going on. Is when the 80s, when I first met Matt, you knew who the heroin addicts were. You could see them coming. like me, Gibby. It's like you could see them coming. Yeah, yeah Now, I don't think tell. you could see them coming. No. Well, you know, Imagine you know, the, the poor thing, girls. I mean, that
0: was definitely booze and coke. But, I mean, I just, at that period of time, and I haven't done coke in years, but I just, you know...
3: But think you know, about like it. You, a girl you explained going it, Bob. Out, you
0: said that you quit and then you go right to alcohol and you think, you know, the alcohol you can maintain. And for me, it just wasn't maintainable. I'm, and,
3: I'm talking you, about you know, now, if a girl's like 24 going out to clubs in New York City and meets a nice guy okay. who seems to... Does he doesn't seem on the, well, on the surface let's, let's to be a heroin? Addict. Let's
1: add the score up. Back in those days, the first thing he would have was a big sleeve tattoo, and <laughs> people go, "What the hell's that?" Now you don't even notice that, right? Number rough. one, okay. <laughs> number yeah. two, tattoos
3: cover up. Okay,
1: tattoos covering covering up the veins. So that's our one. My
3: friend, side note, my friend Eric who was our first speed dealer, had a bullseye tattooed
2: on his number two. So he can. God,
1: number two. They often were sort of malnourished and, and sort of not well cared criminal, for criminal there, yeah, there was a criminal, a criminal element well, an anti-social, there was an antisocial. Antisocial. That's all not not necessarily there anymore. I mean, think remember so you can't wasn't, spawn Michael, them. wasn't Michael wasn't Michael a heroin addict, the little kid we did that was
2: the Yeah yeah yeah. He yeah, was yeah, a karate yeah. he was a karate yeah, expert karate
3: expert yeah. and good straight A students or yeah. now nowadays Matt, you saw you were in there. You saw all those kids. Those things those kids seem like heroin addicts to you
0: no, 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 not really. It's just, it's a very different, it paints a different picture than when we were growing up and coming up. And that's because, and you, uh, you guys know this as, as well as anybody and, and better. From uh, every all the treatment that you've been involved with and working with, with people, that, you know, with the legal Oxycontin and things like that that are legal heroin, there it comes you know, people will go to street drugs That's because right. they can't, no longer have the access. That's right. And it's just a, it's a vicious cycle.
1: All right. It's, here's a here's question. Horrible. This is from Matt, another Matt. Uh, did you ever report on Kratom? Okay, so kratom, okay kratom, that's kratom, your kratom, favorite kratom. subject. No, it's not my favorite subject, I, and, I, and I'm willing to hear everyone out on it. I'm not taking a hard-line position on it, but let's be clear about what I just don't is.
3: trust the people that keep pushing it.
1: Well, let's, let's be clear about what it's the same people that pushed. It's suboxone. No, same people that pushed pain is what the patient says it is. Is the same a lot sort of, of them are
3: in the same box. I, I'm, but the, I'm just telling they're you all just, the alternatives. Alternatives to 12 steps. Alternatives to 12 steps. That's who it is.
1: Well, it's just, it has the same energy as the pain movement did in the 90s, which is this stuff should be legal. This should be the greatest it thing. It is legal, isn't it? No, not most states. But here's the deal. Uh, I'm hoping it gets scheduled legal uh, and hope to come to understand my addiction, which is just a kratom. Interesting. I uh, just can't make any sense of it to this point as well. So he's. Uh, let me make sense of it for you. Kratom is an opiate. So whether it's Vicodin or kratom or whatever, cr- kratom is more like is a, yeah, is where a weak opiate. It's a powder, opiate. right? It's a weak opiate.
3: It's a powder, right? They get it as powder, I thought.
1: Yeah, there's various ways to do it. But it's a weak opiate. And I don't care if something is a weak opiate or a strong opiate. It causes addiction. That's just the way it is.
3: And they're buying it through Amazon or through, 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 yeah.
1: The point is, if somebody can be on a low dose of kratom as opposed to suboxone or methadone, Okay, I don't care. What, what now do I you care? sound
3: like those guys that I but, talk but to what, about But it. what
1: do I care what the replacement is? If the replacement works for somebody, because or, or this pot, is illicit. or pot for that matter. Hang well, on.
3: I was against it because of the route of administration. They're snorting it. Some, some, something about snorting a drug well, they're trying has to get high. a non-medical yeah, component to it. Yeah, they're to, trying it. to get high from it. Right? Yeah. Yes. Have you ever heard of this drug, map, Kratom?
0: No, I've never heard of it before.
3: Wow, because, see, you this missed is my first heard it
0: was
1: the boat. was it used to be available at head shops. You could get it with the bath salts and things. It was I don't know where now they get it. They get online. it, online, I guess. Yeah. But it, but it's it's another opiate. I mean you might as well.
3: You wanna know the newest thing about rehabs? So the kids call their drug dealer, they want the drug dealer you know, and they're usually far away. They'll pay for the drug dealer to be picked up in an Uber car. Driven to the gates of the rehab. Stop it. You're deal the them. drugs, You're and me. then the Uber car drives them back. You're killing me. This but, is but let, a, me, but let uh, me restate what I said. Okay. Rep,
1: to me, a replacement therapy is a replacement therapy is a replacement therapy. In other words, if somebody's going to take a medication...
3: So you don't frown on medical marijuana?
1: Hang on. Yeah, That's why I want to make this very, very, very clear. If somebody is not going to try to regain a fully flourishing thriving life in recovery they want to take a half measure and that half measure is working for them or has saved their life who am i to say that that's not okay okay and if they're going to take a half measure i don't care whether it's cannabis kratom suboxone or methadone if it's working for them now, I have there are clinical, there's clinical data around reach of each of these that could make me sort of predict what's likely to work and what the complications are going to be with each. But if you're going to take a replacement, take the one that works. I don't care.
3: Well, there you see is, what I'm saying? But yeah, but I've been dealing with this a lot. So, so, yeah, I'm not against marijuana. If you can thrive and whatever, I'll say they, that they, all the you, time. No,
1: no, no. You will not. I promise okay. you, you will well, not on any of But the of these. people
3: are thinking but, they
1: will. Uh, that, that, but that's your choice. If you want to go take a half measure and not regain a fully thriving, but flourishing I think it's life. About the- which, and by the way, people always ask me, well, why do, why do you take issue with that? I don't, I, I'm just not interested in that. That to me is not helping people get well. That's helping people but stay when people sick. People
3: are asking you for advice about their kids. That's what they're asking me. I always say I like methadone the best because methadone, you have to go somewhere and somebody monitors how much you take. Right. The other three you ca- you're claiming, okay. the person takes as much as they want.
1: Yeah, that was in one of the questions here. I'm, I'm going okay. to.
3: Uh, Let's try to find that. I'll find I- it
1: for you. Hold on a
0: second.
3: Matt, did you know a lot of methadone guys back in the 80s in New York? But where is it? Oh yeah, I absolutely yeah, get I 80s, like methadone,
0: and methadone you know,
3: because you have to, you know, have to go, go to, to, to the a clinic.
1: Well, let, let's talk yeah. about the because you know, we we never really get clear on it. It has
3: such a demon; it's demonized, I believe, by big pharma to sell Suboxone. That's what I believe.
1: Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> y- and you know, I don't sign up yeah. for that kind of shit very easily. That makes <laughs> okay. perfect sense to me. So
3: methadone, y- y- they have standards. Yeah. You're, you're started at 45. Yeah. If that doesn't hold you, they'll bounce you up 5 my, my, milligrams per week.
1: The, the only thing I don't like about it, the, well, not the only thing, the thing I have grave concerns about is the patients come in and the doctor goes, how are you doing? <laughs> Did you use this week? No, 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 no. I, but I seem to need a little more. Can I have 80 milligrams? I'm fine, though. They won't go clear. above 90 it, in California. But, but here's the problem. They, they, and You and I both know we have plenty of patients that were well above They go that. to pain management clinics. I, okay. But be, the, be that as it may, the, what the doctors don't recognize is that these poor people are on the couch. They don't have a life, and if they're trying to help them regain a life, they've got to really send like a nurse into evaluate what's going on in their household or something. But I, and again, may save people's lives. I'm not interested in it. I don't want to be involved with that. I, I don't. Have, I don't object to people doing it. What I object to is that everybody gets it. Everybody gets methadone. Everybody gets suboxone. That is a catastrophe way to happen, in my humble opinion. It, the, who gets these forms of replacement need to be carefully selected. And I'm interested in the people that, like Matt that want to regain their life fully. That's who I'm interested in. Yeah. And and those people, I know through two decades of experience, have to be completely Sober because anything that tickles that reward system will reactivate your disease and derail this process of you regaining a fully functional life built on work, fun, and play. Okay. Okay.
2: You get I me? get it. All right. But I'm yeah.
3: just, let me just say, I've seen methadone success stories. I've seen actually people be professors at universities on methadone. Uh, it, I've, seen it, it. But, look, I've seen it. I've seen and it too. And guess what? I
1: treat them Let me say... Th- because this, their house of just cards... Just let me attack for just, one just a second. second. But methadone, we, I've known some very successful professors and writers who... The house of cards it is? falls oh, okay. I didn't see the that, house that of part. Cards falls, so. But I've
3: seen... People over the last two or three years using marijuana replacements to stay away from opiates, I've seen them regain some control of their mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. and be good parents yeah, and yeah. whatever. Yeah. I have never seen somebody take Suboxone and and lead some productive life. I have. I, all I have the Suboxone people are always on one or two milligrams and they always want to get off. Yeah. The methadone people on 80 milligrams don't ever want to get off. No, because they're The high. people smoking pot don't ever want to get they're off. They're high too, right? Right? Yeah. But they're functioning. Yeah. But I've never seen that high of functioners on Suboxone, though it's praised as the drug of the 21st century, right? Matt, when you were going in New York City, all those guys were on methadone. They were fun guys, right? (laughs) All of them. I knew a lot of them. They'd all hang well, out on Avenue yeah, I mean, would Go to meetings.
0: I mean, all of you, go to you know, a lot of us would go to yeah, meetings they would go together to meetings. and stuff. And of course, you know with me, it was you know. Look was, at Drew's eyes. Sort of this was New York
3: big. City in the eighties. But, but I
0: just want to say that it was most of those guys. You know, I mean, they were being responsible at least about maintaining what you know they, what they were doing, and they would. They also up the shared and it.
3: Take care. Drew wasn't. Uh, didn't, yeah, it I didn't happen in L.A. They used to share. No,
0: I know. I'm aware that.
3: Yeah, they shared the how long they've been clean, but on methadone. They said it when they shared.
1: I had patients that would share. Their, their methadone. <laughs> oh
2: no 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 no! <laughs> wow. no.
3: This is yeah. old school on St. Mark's, right? But hang that on. meeting place. Hang on, yeah. I,
1: I've never seen that guy. That also
3: didn't drink a little. Also, they were in AA. They were, and they were hard ass AAs too. It was the weirdest thing ever. All right, I well, loved it.
1: I, I wouldn't argue with it. I, I wouldn't argue with that. I, and that, that's why it's such a tapestry, guys. That's why I refuse to get. I'm not. I'm seen as hardcore a certain way because that's what I'm interested in but I'm not hardcore. I'm, you know what I mean? I, I understand that it's a tapestry and there's many ways, like with every medical problem, Yeah, as many ways to do yeah. it for a particular patient. If, if I'm treating Bob or I'm treating Matt, I'm going for recovery because I know you can do it. I, I know how to select a person for recovery. I know Matt's a guy that yeah, could drive Yeah, so then the question recovery.
3: is, Matt has this new experience. First time you've been in treatment in 15 years, right, Matt? Yeah. You, so no, no, so it, since, no.
1: Yeah,
0: since we went...
3: What's yeah, since, since 2007. Rigor, rigorous honesty. How Go long, ahead. How long ago was it? Yeah, when you were no, with me not, and Drew.
0: I went to two times with you guys, Los Encinas, That yeah, was Okay, 2007, and I then mean. I went again in 2009.
3: Okay, 2009. So in eight years, there w- there was no was there millennials in 2009?
1: No, no, no. No, no.
3: No. So this is your first time, you know, observing the millennial in their natural habitat. Agreement. So what was your yeah, take on it? What was your take on it? What would help them? Because I'm stumped.
0: I don't know. I mean, for me, I see, you know, a lot of, I I saw people that really had a lot of potential. I saw young men and women who had a lot of potential uh, there. And it's really a matter of, of just getting a grip on it and realizing what Drew just said meant the, the most to me and that was that you know it's about someone wanting to like get their life back and really do it yeah, yeah, you, it's, yeah. what I realized is you can't do anything halfway. No, I no. you know I mean I've tried every combination in the world or I've fallen <laughs> and I've it off
2: and uh, <laughs> you
0: know Listen. There's just no drinking for me. There's no drugs for me. I mean, I just have right. to do right. what I need to do and find the pleasure in life in so many other things. that I do. I mean, I obviously love my music and I love my friends and my children. And but, you but
3: know, a lot uh, of, but a lot of our I listeners just, are parents of millennials who kids are on drugs and are going in and out of rehab. And you were in rehab with them. What? What do you? What's your take well, on? I'm
1: it? I'm formulating a thing. I, I think. I think it's the social environment that our society needs to come out of its little funk here and, and when we all get inspired they, they'll follow I, I, I really I'm seeing yeah. it in normal non addicted millennials too they're waiting they're waiting they're, waiting they're for, on the sidelines for somebody that, to, they're waiting to have this inspiring jobs and inspiring careers and the inspiring causes and things everything is very negative right Even even before Trump it was still like you need to shut up. Well, what's Don't more speak your inspiring
3: money. than saying, "Look at yeah. you could have an apartment, a car, be living your life, following your How? dreams, How? money How? in we're your pocket." At
1: Starbucks? Where, 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 do, where is that? You know, where is that inspiration coming from?
3: Did you try to have conversations because Matt became like the leader out there? Okay, you know I what I mean. That. Yeah. I'm sure. So did you try to try to inspire them?
0: Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I did, and that's one of the things that a lot of them said. You know, I mean it was
3: oh they were, you were know, because
0: obviously. I've been doing it you know I've been around for a long time I've seen a lot of changes in people I've certainly seen a lot of people get well and you know and but I've also lost many friends you know as, did
2: they want to
3: know I'm particular about your peers did they want to know how you could get into radio or how you knew so many people Wait, or how on, you wrote on. a book Matt, did they we'll, want to know
1: Matt will answer that question after okay break. Well, this week's This Life is brought to you courtesy of a new friend, Lucinia Health, and they are addressing the rising cost of prescription drugs. It's something that gets to me not only as a physician but also as worried about my patients, my family, myself. Even with decent insurance, the price of medications become a concern. Now, here's a way you can get help. Go to your cell phone right now and text this number, 22822. Then type in this message. you know in the message base where you normally type in your text message. Just type in the word Drew, my name, D-R-E-W, and send it. Two two eight two two. Send to it right now. You'll be happy you did. You'll immediately get an introduction from Refill Wise with a prescription saving card that comes right on your phone, almost immediately. It happens. I've got one. I did it, and it happened with a blink. Right now, it's free. There's no sign-up process or wait time. You just type that number in two two eight two two and type the code Drew in. Send it, and you'll immediately receive that Refill Wise prescription saving card. And you just show it to your pharmacist when you go to get your medication refill and you can see how much you save. Whether you have insurance or not, you show it to them and they'll give you the insurance if that's what uh, is the least cost or the savings from the Lucinia card. Refill-wise, it works with major pharmaceutical companies to establish discounts on the cash price of over 6,000 commonly prescribed medication. More than 1 million people are using the card. The average saving is 40%, some up to 80%. So if you have medication that's covered by insurance, check with RefillWise pricing at your pharmacy. Even if you have insurance, the RefillWise discount might actually be better. So always pay to check it out. I'm also very excited to say that for every new user, that's right, when you go text my name through that 22822, RefillWise will immediately donate $1 to the Prostate Cancer Foundation. This is a charity I'm involved with. Check them out at PCF.org. They fund creative research for cancer, particularly prostate cancer, but all kinds of cancers get benefit from the unbelievably creative research they're funding. To learn more about RefillWise and to see if your medication could be covered, visit RefillWise, W-I-S-C, RefillWise.com. But to start saving right now, just text Drew, Dary W, to the number 22822. Message and data rates may apply. We're back, and so Matt, go ahead and answer that question. Did 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 they did seem they ask, interested?
3: S- seem interested in how you get the life that Matt Penfield has? Did they did they ask questions?
0: Yeah, they really did. I think that they they found that you know, kind of going after your you know your dream as a young person to work around music and and your deep love. Uh, for music, like I had, and, and for rock and roll, and for you know just music in general, and life, they were very, very interesting. You know in what? That, you
1: because, know what? Hang wow. on. Okay, it, now
3: hang, we're hang on, on to yeah, something. Because now I think we're he's right. Something. I think
1: that that fits with my understanding of millennials too. They're very idealistic, very motivated. But where where is the Matt Finn Pinfield career today? Where does that kid go? You you go be a PA in a radio station. Guess what you're going to be a phone screener <laughs> or or a or, a, or a, forever or, or a, a van driver and that's that because you know where all the radio jobs are on computer they're not being done by yeah. people anymore only personalities that pre existing like Matt have pre existing track record will get paid to do his job it, it's you know so where does that kid go? That's what I'm talking about, Bob. They need things need to begin to blossom. We need to. We've been in more of a funk, I think, than we realize. Maybe I really we do. Are. Yeah, I think when history looks back on this, we're going to go, oh, ooh. yeah, things were things were languishing a bit at
3: the turn of the millennial. You think? Just
1: I think the the well, let's call it the job market, for lack of a, I think it's. Bigger than that, though. I think we've just culturally been languishing. Did I, I just
3: luck out and pick a job after music that was going to grow and grow, and a whole industry was going to grow up around it? Did you, I just luck the you, fuck you out?
1: Didn't, you certainly didn't know it. <laughs> I
0: didn't have any <laughs> idea
1: right. when, I, when I was doing it. You I know,
0: it's I amazing not, not a... when I think about that, guys. When I when you guys, you know, obviously I've been to Los Angeles twice over a period of years. The first time, Drew, when you were my medical director there, yeah. Bob was actually driving me to outside meetings and was working at musician's assistance program in math yeah yeah that's right ended up working together
1: that's so exactly um, no, I, we I stole him
0: <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I which got was good him. it was a good move yeah. and, and you know it's funny you mentioned allison chains too bob because you actually came to tell me that lane had passed away at, uh, at the uh,
2: treatment center you were the one who broke
0: the news to me wow. you know and but it was uh, we left to go to meetings together. Of course, there's that
3: cartoon about you and I and that house you lived in. Oh, you ever that seen Chile that seen cartoon? Drew? No, what? Oh, oh I,
1: my God! This is got. There's be good. a cartoon.
3: We got to put it on our well, website, Susan.
1: You got to find this because it's those, the
3: greatest thing ever.
1: It, back then, these would have been two maniacs. in <laughs> No, <together>. Matt <laughs> no.
0: Told, <laughs> Matt, <laughs>
3: Matt tells the story. And we were driving by the old oh, house. Oh, you never and
0: Bob seen it? Me that that's where he and Anthony and Flea we lived. got it.
3: We got to get uh, this,
0: it. The cartoon. I'll let the cartoon tell the story because it's really funny. Oh, is it, we, oh, 100%. it's the funniest
3: thing. So that it was at that time a Buddy Arnold's little underling guy. Yeah. And I was, like, you got to go get the map, guys, and take them out of there.
1: This was a musicians' assistant yeah, program, which we used to. I used to take your people in treatment. Yeah. Yeah.
3: What year was that? 2003? Two thousand and three? Two? Yeah, two thousand and two. So then, yeah, it was two, I think. Yeah. yeah. So I'm driving yeah. with Matt, and we drive past this apartment building that me and, Flea and Anthony and used I say to something live real, in. Real
1: quick for you, do, I, I was thinking about the history of of what it took to run a good program back in those days, and I was just thinking that it took it took the, a
3: cranky old guy. Well, no, it took
1: to the <laughs> beginning of for me. For last, we there were some years there at Las where we were not where I wanted to be, and it took till the till about 2000 to really get it where it needed to go. And then that's when you came along, I was like, You fit in perfect with this, let's bring it. It was in. fun, yeah. And then so, you brought Shelly because you knew yeah, she yeah. would bring so.
3: And she, how, how we brought Shelly was just luck, she asked me for an internship because she was going to be a child psychologist.
1: Oh my god,
3: that's the only after a meeting, we were at lunch, and she goes. Do they supervise people out at Los Encinos? And I was oh. like, "Why?" Oh. And she was like, "Cause I'm thinking of going back to school now that Ivy's in school. I'll, I want to go back to school and become Your daughter, a child psychologist." Ivy. Wow. And I was like, "Oh no, you can come out there and work right now." <laughs> oh, wow! So we're it's driving really past, cool. and it's I said, "That's when me and Fleen Anthony used to live when the Chili Peppers started." And that's all we said. I told him a little stories about when the lady took the doors off. Did I tell you that story? Yeah, I've heard that story. How about yeah, the yeah. way
0: you burned the house down twice? You
1: tell that
3: story too. <laughs> no,
2: that's I the, love that that's story. That's another house. That's I love years later. That's years later. Good. You
0: got Drew. You, you 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 love the cartoon. You just oh, love I can't it. wait it's, So it's I just tell him this story.
3: <laughs> but let me tell you the story of the cartoon. So I tell him. This this story, and you know, years and years pass, and then somebody tells me, Have you seen this cartoon of you in, in Hollywood? Uh. And I was like, No. And I, I Googled it and saw it, and I watched it. It was the coolest thing ever. How did it get recorded? How did it get recorded, Matt? Well, I'll tell you how this started.
0: It was, you know, because we had brought back like 120 minutes for a year in 2011, and then even after that, I mean, MTV wanted to keep their you know, keep their toe in music uh, as much as they could, and most of it they had to do digitally. So I sat there with a woman who now works for Fader, um, and we were coming up for ideas. She goes, you know, I love your stories. Why don't we animate some of them? And I <laughs> said, that would be fantastic. So believe it or not, what I did, guys, was I sat and told a group of stories like in two sessions, maybe six at one, four in another. And they actually sent the audio of me talking out to, uh, you know, to, to different animators, young animators. So there's one that's done in Reykjavik, Iceland. There's one that's done in Puerto Rico. There's another one done at USC. I mean, they're
2: so cool. They were
0: done all over the the, uh, the world. And this one, it, it, it was whatever their vision was for the story that I was telling. So they're really cool, actually, to tell the story about you, telling Bob. The story? Yeah. Bob, Bob so I heard a voice. story that the, no, the, the, the first time you saw it. That you were actually heard it in the background too, right? Was it on TV or was it on the computer?
3: It was on the computer. Somebody told me there's a cartoon of you and Anthony and Flea and that guy from MTV. Uh. I guess you're the guy from (laughs) MTV. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and what do you tell? That them? Is what so story? What story? About okay, Mrs. Dodd? You you would love them. They're really funny.
3: Trying to get us to leave, and she was so nice, and we wouldn't leave. And then she took the doors off the apartment <laughs> <laughs> to make hey, you. And you we just the lived, lived I mean, there and with and the he, doors off. You, how long did you stay there after <laughs> well, that? We stayed was it like there, two, there for nine weeks? months after our eviction notice because she was so codependent with us. She would come in and oh. go, boys, what are you going to do, Mrs. Dodd?
1: Did they? Did the Chili Peppers make? I went.
3: Anthony went back first. Pay, wanted to pay her, she wouldn't take the money. I went back a few years after that. She had passed. I talked to her daughter. She said, "My mom loved you guys."
1: Oh wow, Let's we're going to put it up on yeah. the website, yeah, yeah.
3: drdrew.com dot or yeah, whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
3: Anyways, Susan,
1: uh, we'll, we'll, watch, we'll have people watch it there. So,
3: so
0: yeah, thank so, you for that, guys. Yeah. It's cool. It's fun fun to do and i mean bob you had great stories so of oh. course i mean that, that one had to go up
2: <laughs> <was a> fun <laughs> and, it, one. and
0: it's tied into drew and you and i and drew because of our my experiences of the lost and seen this with you guys and oh, here man. i was again you know so uh you know I, you, you guys have always supported me both of you and uh, you know i love you for it very much well and, you,
1: you deserve to I have a, you, you deserve to have the life you want and and uh unfortunately you have to be convinced that it doesn't include drugs and
2: alcohol. <laughs> and kudamate and, yeah, well, and all the, these the,
0: the, other the, the, things. The, I'm in a good I'm in a good. I'm really in a good way right now. I yeah. feel fantastic. And I just, I haven't had the, you know, the desire. And, I, and I'm i just doing everything that I'm supposed let, to let do. Let me and, ask a medical question. I feel question.
1: great. Let me ask, what are they planning to do with your thyroid? What's the plan there? Do you know?
0: Well, the thyroid, oddly enough, has, cr- you know, that, they they tested it and it's, it's corrected itself, so it's on, no longer on what medicine.
1: On what, having, medicine? Having on, to, on what uh, medicine?
3: Not drinking.
0: Um, <laughs> well, that's part of it, obviously. But no, um, but, you know, I, I'm, I've got to, i got it. I would have to really figure out how to pronounce it. Which thyroid medications? Can you do? You want to name a couple? Uh, uh, it's Lisortilam las, pro- Potassium. Is that one thing? No, I don't know blood, what that's. For.
1: That's your, your your blood pressure medicine.
3: Aren't doctors okay. supposed to explain to their patients the medicines and what they're on and what Propyl- they're
1: for? uracil? Yeah, weird? I'm on that. Okay, so that's why he's and- not. Hang on. He's on PTU. It's called propylthiouracil. It blocks the thyroid from producing all the hormone. And, that's, and that we, we used to back in the day, once they became hyperthyroid, we'd do something called radioactive iodine ablation of the thyroid. You'd just knock it out with it. With Radio iodine? Radioactive iodine.
2: Oh, You'd my God. kill
1: it. But now they find that with the PTU you can stay on it for a long period of time and then you come off it and the thyroid doesn't tend to recur so much. So that was something we didn't know back then. So all right, so you're on PTU, good. And then you're on low for your blood pressure. How's your heart doing? Yeah, have, you I, had, they, have you had an echo uh, go recently? Ahead, I'm sorry. Have you had an echocardiogram recently? Do you know what your last ejection factor
0: Yeah, was? well, you know what they told me? Yeah, I got that done over at uh, the manor and at uh yeah. you know and and hope before that. Yeah. Um and they basically said that my Heart has corrected, I mean it's it, the level of Heart failure, congestive yeah. heart failure, yeah. has reversed itself okay. um, can, quite a bit. That, and I that think can the happen. Being out of my system, R- the alcohol you know?
1: and then the thyroid both both work against your heart. So good. Yeah. So there you go. So you're back. You're back where yeah. you need to be. But you need your blood pressure treated forever, right? You need your thyroid followed yeah, carefully forever. Yeah. Yeah, and you need, absolutely. Yeah, and you need to uh, you know take care of yourself medically as well as spiritually and as well as the fun and all the other things we're talking about. Don't ignore these things, or you end up back in bed, unable to shitting yourself again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's to walk, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: I, it's
0: I, it's I that not clear. Want that. I That's feel a so clear path. Every what's but, that problem I'm
1: sorry
3: that's a but the, but i just know alcoholics like that's a clear path that you could totally understand like you go back to drinking you'll yeah. be end up being in a an invalid shitting yourself <laughs> you just stay sober you're going to thrive and have so much fun yeah. and the alcoholic has to contemplate whether that's well that's okay yeah <laughs> not me i i don't want
0: i don't want to you know that really i I'm, i agree drew you said yeah. it it scared the light. I mean, I was yeah. scared. I died, but also scared of growing old, decrepit, and not being able to walk. I heard it okay. in your voice. I
1: heard he in voice. it, he I heard, it. I heard in your voice. He I hit it down. on the head. It's a scary to get sick. It's scary. Even if you're not quite convinced you're going to die, you don't want to be that guy that can't get out of bed. So. Alright, my friend. Yeah. Matthew it, Penfield. Yeah, dude. It, you know, yeah, again. Alive
3: and thriving.
2: Yeah.
1: It, every time I see him, I feel like it's been like three minutes since my last there conversation. Didn't, s- I, didn't I see you over Corolla's once about a year or two ago or something? Did we run into each other? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, I, and we ran into each other also around the Grammys, too. Didn't yes, you? and or it's or just like... BMAs. Yeah,
1: something like that. How it, much
3: it, energy is packed into Matt Penfield's
1: little body? It, 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 well, it's it's I, such I don't, joy. Right, that's how I experience it. It's so sort of positive stuff. So
3: You know, you you may not feel positive about yourself, but you bring so much joy. And, and Every time I, your name is mentioned to me, Matt, for 20, yeah. 25 years, yeah. I just get a twinkle in my eye, like Matt Penfield. Yeah. Matt Oh, i food.
0: love you guys man and I, you know, <laughs> and I thank you so much i'm grateful you know i really got to tell you how grateful i am i yes. want to thank you for all the help that you both hey, uh, give me and don't. your friendship man. Yeah. you guys have been friends with me for a long so long and it's great
1: Very you know, we we'll accept that but I just, i'm glad you feel the gratitude but the thanks is is uh ours so thank you for that all right we're gonna wrap this thing up matt we've kept you long enough uh i've got a all right, hang up on poor Matt. I'm going I'm yeah. to read my, my right. finish here. Good
3: night. Okay, guys. Thank you All right,
1: Mind you, we thank you all for your support. We also hope to hear your comments at iTunes. We love those five-star five ratings. We see them, and uh, producer Susan Pinsky cherishes everyone. Cherishes trust the fivers. Oh, my God. Uh, go to any Android podcast provider you prefer and subscribe also be sure to check out what's happening at com. new shows, new articles every week uh, we do appreciate the support there as well uh, send us your emails at com slash contact and you'll get uh, updated with those weekly articles and we'll read your emails also when you go to uh check out weekly infusion me with uh, Dr. Spaz, Dr. Bruce Heischober and Bob and I are here all the time and, all the uh, time we'll keep doing this live if you have any suggestions send them to contact we'll happily take a look at them and uh, we'll see you next time you. Yeah.
2: the way I see a bunch of bands that I can't stand and look into the east i see no bands at all Oh music isn't mean so much to me, don't mean that much to me, no more now When I was a kid, nothing mattered more Than kissing let zeppelin Singing rock and roll Singing rock and roll well, Singing rock and roll Back then, music used to mean so much to me Don't mean that much to me No more, no We'll know more, no. we'll no more, we'll know more We'll know more This business tears right at your soul It'll turn you inside out Flip you upside down Take you all around Till you don't know you anymore Oh, music is mean so much to me Don't mean that much to me No more, no